0: Josh Johnson show. This is Josh Johnson, joined by my co-host and fellow stamp comedian, Logan Nielsen. Logan, how you doing, buddy? I'm all right, man. How are you? I'm doing fairly well. I had nightmares last night. Ooh, about what? They were like...
1: Let's do some dream analysis. We've never done that here.
0: (laughs) Well, it was so harrowing that it just... I woke up with like a new lease on life because that dream wasn't my life. Yeah, It like... Do you want to get into it? What was the dream? So basically I was hanging out with a friend and I had no idea that this friend had like a straight up double life. And so (laughs) while we were hanging out, like three people from the double life ran up in that house and did like the dirty, like super violate, just went in there and murdered them. And and didn't didn't seem to care that I was a witness or that like I like (laughs) did not try to murder me and then and then split like they like they left just as quickly as they came. It was just like a straight up plan, like out of a movie. And so then I was I was freaking out. And then the way the way that they left, the story was too unbelievable that they wouldn't have touched me. So then even though I know the truth. And even the POV of the dream knows the truth. Yo, we can't, we we can't, we can't, (laughs) we can't just be telling people the truth. So then I was like, what, what slight lie would I have to tell to make it seem like, oh, I was not standing right here while this happened? Right. And so then the police come and my other friends come to check on because I have mutual friends with this person. So then all these other friends come to check on everybody's checking up on me and the police are coming to, you know, okay. And then basically, instead of me having to say anything, the sort of misconception gets made for me that I must have walked like I must have reported it and called it in because I walked in right after it happened. Okay. And so that's just the assumption from everybody, cops, Mm -hmm. everybody. And so I just sort of go with that. But then throughout the dream, it seems like people are catching on to the fact that I was there while it happened. So then I look like an accomplice. I look like I maybe even (laughs) planned it or something. And I was like, how would I even plan it if I didn't know about their double life as a drug lord or whatever? And then I woke up right before I was about to be arraigned. So,
1: <laughs> Jesus.
0: <laughs> so, having an uh, avocado toast this morning with my freedom was top. It was really
1: <laughs> <laughs> Man, I get so jealous too. Like when when people tell me dreams like that, even if it was harrowing, I always get really jealous when there's like a narrative to it cuz my dreams never have a narrative. Like they never have like a story to them. Like that was like a movie you just told. You just told this movie, like, oh, this friend you found out had a secret life. They were murdered by their whoever was involved in their double life, right? Yeah. And now you're on you're on the docket for it. You almost got arraigned in the dream. You had the legal processes in your dream. Yeah. Which is wild. Yeah. See, I don't I don't have that shit. I have like usually here's this is 85% of my dreams. Are I'm lost in a house I don't recognize, and then ah fuck, I just ran into my ex girlfriend. Like that's every wow, <laughs> that's like every dream I ever have wow. is I'm usually just in a place wandering, not sure how to get out, and then I have to have an awkward conversation with somebody. That's usually what it is. Now that probably makes sense too. My my general <laughs> disdain for small talk <laughs> and going to places <laughs> that I don't know. <laughs> Just realized something about myself, I think, in the moment, in the context of this show.
0: But that's also such a funny idea that the reason that you hate small talk is that you'll (laughs) be at, like, a new place about to do a show. And sure enough, somebody walks up, they start talking about the weather, and you're like, I had a nightmare about this once.
1: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) No, because, like, I got friends who, like, have full action movie dreams, man. Like, my buddy Steve is, like his dreams, like, not only full-action movies that have, like, plots and betrayals and zombies and whatever, but sometimes he'll have, like, A-list celebrities in him. Like, he's casted the movie of the dream that yeah. he's currently watching. Yeah, yeah. And that, man, and he'll tell me about his dreams. And it's like, not only is it a long explanation, but, like, I'm into it the whole time. Yeah. Which usually, like, hearing about people's dreams isn't always that interesting.
0: It's but when rarely it's like, oh, interesting.
1: He, it's rarely interesting. But when someone tells you a blockbuster they had last night, I, I was like, "Oh, damn!"
0: You know, I also like it. Dreams are rarely so interesting to hear about that I almost didn't tell you the one I just had. Like I was, I was so positive <laughs> that I would finish telling the story, and you would be like, "Well, glad you're awake." Yep.
1: Let's go ahead and restart this one, huh? It, uh,
0: it's funny too. I
1: no, because it was intricate. I see, and I'm just, I just get genuinely jealous when someone's got like. I don't know. I consider myself to have an active imagination, but when yeah. I'm sleeping, I guess my imagination is also sleeping. Is because uh, just... she gets real boring <laughs> in there, real
0: boring and trivial. It it just blew me away because I was so I was so upset. Like I it like was. You woke up like upset. I woke up upset, and then I realized where I was. I realized that I was like in a bed in a hotel in L. A. and that none yeah. of that had happened. And I was just I couldn't even tell you my sigh of relief lasted for like 16 minutes.
1: <laughs> is that is that common for you that if you have like like do you wake up and have to like shake off a dream or like do you do you buy into it hard like when you're sleeping that you have to I only have that yeah. every now and then
0: but No okay so I've rarely in my life had a lucid yeah. dream so when i'm in it i'm so mm. in it that when i wake up i'm genuinely it makes me
1: it, you think you're still in the dream or
0: i don't even think i'm still in the dream i'm just so shocked that what i just felt wasn't real because i think i emote a lot in the dream so i was like like i could feel my heart racing i could feel the panic of, oh, wow. of being okay. like Oh, we have to go like at first the police were on my side and then they were absolutely not. And then they were like, we think you had something to do with like they just Tell me straight to my face. Like we think you had something to do with this. And then I'm like about to get arraigned. And I don't even know. I also think that's why I woke up. I don't understand the process of arraignment. So then my dream was <laughs> like, hey, we going to have to cut him out. He gonna have to your jump brain, out now.
1: Your brain ran out of, <laughs> out of the process. Like, oh, now this is where we've never been in this situation. I've watched Law and Order, but that's about it. Yeah, right, now it just cuts. Usually now it just cuts to a trial. It cuts is...
0: to the arraignment and it's like dun dun and then we there. That's all Josh knows. <laughs> yeah. And honestly, we don't. He didn't do anything bad enough, even yeah. in the dream, to be already in jail. So we can't skip to jail. That doesn't yeah, make any we sense. We can't do that. So we have. Let's to just have go. The, at,
1: let's let's break now. This dream's. Gonna need a part two. So let me know if tomorrow, late <laughs> if tonight, you have part two of the dream. Your brain had time to punch up the story. Maybe you got busted out. They're like, oh, if we don't even understand the process, he got bailed out. Let's just do that. Let's just do yeah. that. They, they solved it.
0: No, I I remember I even had a dream one time that I was um, I was married and she was mm. not nice at all. <laughs> she was so mean hey. to me. And I've had that
1: dream and that reality. <laughs>
0: uh, <laughs> and I remember I woke up and just sighed again because I was like, oh, thank goodness that wasn't real because it was it was like a walk on yeah. eggshells feeling just around a person that's not good to be around. Also, for the listeners, I'm very sorry about my plosives. They're explosive today because I have a a different mic that I'm.
1: yeah, you're using uh, Josh is still in the in a hotel in in l a where we've recorded a few in that setup so he's a different mic setup little uh yeah yeah, uh, that 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 mic picks up all the all the puzzles
0: yeah (laughs) the post is explosive so so then um i am i i just remember falling asleep maybe two minutes after i woke up grateful that that was a dream and in the dream that i had next she was like and where have you been it was (laughs)
1: she was waiting for dude, you
0: dude. it was it was Damn. like a, and it was a full-on scenario like i had been out too late hanging out with my friends yeah and then but going back <laughs> into the dream <laughs> so that this dream wife was like so mean and was so angry that i wasn't already home for some reason right. and we did not wow. it's not even like we had plans she was just mad
1: she was just mad yeah she just didn't want you out she didn't want you having fun without her
0: yeah Woof.
1: <laughs> notice how I <laughs> I understood. <laughs> no, I've I've had the dream. This may not be interesting, uh, but I I used to have this dream all the time after I'd gotten divorced I moved to Chicago and then uh, was doing comedy stuff and then I like started dating somebody I was with for a few years. I always had these dreams that I it would be just I would be in a c- scenario and my ex wife would show up and she'd be like, oh hey we're still married, and then. In the dream, I don't know if this if this means deep down I'm just a coward, but then I'd be like oh, Okay <laughs> like, And there were dreams too where I I broke up with my current girlfriend and be like Ah no, nah, I guess I'm still guess I'm still married so I gotta go She told me I gotta go. Yeah, so, she
0: she said that I can't stay, so I have to go. She said
1: she said I can't keep dating you, so I gotta go because I'm still married. Well, I thought we thought we did, we thought we signed all the right papers, but I guess I gotta, I guess I gotta go. I had multiple of those where it was just her showing up, and be like, "Nah, you're still mine," and I'm like, mm, "Okay, <laughs> darn it, man, yeah." <laughs> uh, I believe that's what you 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 call a wimp. You call a, I mean, those, these, these it. mean, these those cucks the kids are talking about. Is that? <laughs> Wow, that's not that (laughs) that at all. (laughs) I know. Uh, No, simp. I don't know. What are all the? What are the? the, Is it Chugi? Was that Chugi?
0: You you also turned your head like you're talking to someone, like you're actually asking someone off camera. uh,
1: What I just looked at was my sleeping dog, and I asked her if it was Chugi. So
0: yeah, man, I I I'm just leaning
1: into being an old man these days. (laughs) I find it
0: comforting. (laughs)
1: To be a, just an old, out of touch man.
0: But <laughs> I okay. When you yes. when <laughs> I think back to like some of the <laughs> what some of the worst nightmares I've ever had, and some yeah. of them did make me genuinely jumpy the next day, like like throughout oh, the yeah. day. Like I remember, I, I as an
1: adult or when you were a kid.
0: No, as an adult
1: as an adult yeah yeah
0: Yeah. because it would i don't know if i've had it as an adult something that was like so psychologically terrorizing that i Mm. would i would actually be stressing and i i remember i still worked at treyer joe's at the time and anybody i've been awake for hours now (laughs) (laughs) there's no excuse but anybody that even like I felt like was sneaking up on me to ask me a question. I was like, I was, I was like fully jumping. Wow! I was like jumping and turning around, and and (laughs) and the funny thing about the dream is that it wasn't even that bad. It just, it, I, the, I think I manufactured the dream from the feeling I had because Mm -hmm. I had to have a very, very late dinner. Basically, I got off work the day before and then had a bunch of mics and then went to a show, hung out way too late, got home, ate, so then I ate, and then I think I fell asleep watching, like, a true crime documentary or something. So just the perfect mix of, like, self-inflicted terror. Yeah. Wow.
1: Yeah. No, I I haven't really had them. I used to have when I was a kid. I had recurring nightmares as a kid that would then, like, fuck me up during the day. Because um, there was, I had, I, I had a recurring dream. I won't explain the whole dream, but I, it was just a, a dream when I was a kid. I had it multiple times. It was, it was a guy in a red coat and a top hat, and this motherfucker was always trying to kill me. He just was always trying to kill me, and he would always, he was really nice to my family. And He'd separate him, and I'd be like, "No, guys, this, this is the guy that's trying to kill me." And they, and they'd be like, "Oh, pish," and then, <laughs> like he'd be like, "Go check out this cool thing over here," and then he's like, "You're gonna die, little motherfucker," and then he <laughs> like, would come at me. But then one time I remember being out in the world as a kid and I saw a guy like I think it was at some sort of like town fair or something, but I saw a dude who like looked like him and had like a top hat and like the same red coat. And that broke my little child brain. I thought for like this was this was full on, like Freddy Krueger, Dream Warrior shit. Like, oh no, I'm in it. It's gotten real now. And it, it that like that one fucked me up for a day, and I even like told my mom, just like, remember the that's the guy, and she's like, no, hun, you're awake. Uh, <laughs> it's all good.
0: It's like, mom, you're kind of reacting the way you acted in my dream, and that yeah, is not so reassuring.
1: This is, this is making me feel like I'm still there, and I'm about to get murdered. Man, this dude's always trying to kill me. It's like his thing. It's like he's my sideshow. Maybe that was it. I was watching The Simpsons. And maybe just Bart had sideshow Bob, and so maybe.
0: <laughs> but you know, I, I I have talked to a couple people who interpret dreams. Um, this mm. was like back in Louisiana, especially with yeah. people who are into a little bit of the witchy stuff that are like, <laughs> I can the witchy stuff. Well, just there's something that's a little. That's a little off to me about we know the the actual like effects on the body that that can then that you can then go into sleep with. Like, for instance, with me, I ate a very like I didn't eat a healthy late, late midnight dinner. Right. And then I watched true crime before I fell asleep. <laughs> what I think was going to happen. Yeah. So I'm not saying that completely negates someone who interprets dreams. I'm just saying that the people who I've met who interpret right. dreams rarely look at the very logical, biological side. Right. And Yeah, because so,
1: usually it's like it comes from, oh, I was really, really stressed throughout the day, so I'm having a stressful dream. Or mm-hmm. like I'll have my – if I'm up late playing video games with friends and it's like – Usually something's getting shot then in the dream. Like, mm-hmm. you know, like Yeah. Like that that uh, that stuff does affect your unconscious mind.
0: And there was there was a, a friend who told me that he went to I don't know if you would call them a psychic if they only interpret dreams, but basically he went to someone because he had been having all these nightmares. I think that's just,
1: think that's just someone who's unemployed.
0: <laughs> well, he went to this dream interpreter. Yeah. He went to a dream interpreter who basically told the told him not to go.
1: Told him not to go somewhere?
0: Not to go. (laughs) Told him not to go outside for a month.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Wow. Because was this in early twenty twenty? Because then, okay, what a call.
0: No, no, no. This is <laughs> in early twenty ten. Twenty ten.
1: Okay.
0: <laughs> and so, uh, you know, a decade early, but and mm. and then basically, <laughs> he was God like, he was like, I don't know if that's month. feasible, but why would you even say that? And she was like, your dreams are telling me that the the like the way that you are dreaming. And the, I guess like the outside circumstances around your life going into those dreams. Mm-hmm. If you keep going out, somebody's gonna like beat your ass. Like like it was it was that thing. It was like, here's this like psychic <laughs> prediction based off the dreams that you've told me. That's why I don't know what to call it because it's not like it wasn't a psychic necessarily. That it like a right. dream interpreter just tells you what you dreamed. I'm assuming. But this person was giving him advice right. based off of the dreams, which feels like a hybrid thing. I've, I've I had never heard about that until he told me that.
1: I mean, it it sounds like just a a bad psychologist, uh, just like well, because also like a psychologist's job isn't to like give advice of being like, whoa, don't do this anymore. Like they don't really <laughs> yeah. do that.
0: yeah. Like. But yo, don't go outside for, that, for a look. month and then why what a, what a somebody a terrible gonna beat that suggestion ass.
1: <laughs> yeah what a terrible suggestion of like oh something might happen to you i you may as well just become agoraphobic now <laughs> only, for <laughs> only for 30 days only for 30 days <laughs> wow that's amazing that's really great oh man um and i i know i i shat on that person said they were unemployed or whatever um and i i cuz i've always been one that scoffs at like dream Analysis and stuff like mm-hmm. that. I used to always be like, you know, and I'm still. I, a lot of it is just like dreams are dreams. I don't know. It's 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 like that Mitch Hedberg joke of just like suddenly you're building a go kart with your ex landlord. It's like that's what like it is just like a mishmash of things. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. To me, but uh, one of the angriest I'd ever been in therapy because I mean this guy was right. He was just like he's like I don't know like because I didn't have anything going on really like that I was like talking about in my like life and he, he was just like I don't know you had any dreams lately. And I was like, I kind of like rolled my eyes, like, yeah, I guess. And then I told him some dreams, and then like he, and he he was like, this is a psychologist. He was not like a dream analysis person, anything like that. And then he fucking called stuff out on me, so to a point, and so like like things I didn't know was like like fears I had inside me that he just pulled out from me telling one dream, and that made me go like, oh damn it, this does this does do something? Shit! <laughs> I was so angry. I was so angry that you could actually learn.
0: Something about yourself. So were you were you angry in your defensiveness, or were you angry that he was right that your dream mattered?
1: I mean, a little bit of both. I was I wasn't actually outwardly angry to him. I was in the moment just being like, "Oh damn," you know. But like,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. I but it
1: was this thing I I had always convinced myself to like digging into your dreams and talking about them is stupid and doesn't do anything. And then he called out a thing, and like it has stuck with me, and it really like. That, I don't know made me op like I don't know how like do new things for myself because like oh, you're right like I am feeling that way and it was it was an anger that um Yeah, I don't know that all the all the dream analysis people, I guess, are right to a point that it is something worth looking into. Mm
0: -hmm. It's just uh, even if you're just looking at the fact that you eat chili dogs too late at night. Yeah, yeah, there is still something. Like there's some there's something there. And honestly, (laughs) it's
1: like when it's like when someone has done like I've had like horoscope like people wanted to do like horoscope or like tarot card reading stuff with me.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. That stuff I don't buy into. I feel like it's all perfectly vague that you put yourself in it you know what i mean Mm -hmm. but i do get annoyed when someone's like oh this thing and i'm just like oh that is a thing happened in my life right now but also pretty fucking vague
0: (laughs) yeah yeah the fact that (laughs) yeah yeah i get that you know what i mean Ooh, the fact that someone could be dead on i think it's just details like
1: yeah it's like a really good roast joke you know
0: yeah yeah if somebody gets you with something that's just like off of, like, of your surface level appearance it's like okay yeah. well all right but then if somebody gets you deeper than that to where it's like oh you you've known me for yeah. like a few years that one actually yeah. hurts a lot yeah
1: yeah that one wow you actually said something about me yeah you could oh, no. plug
0: this into another person that's my size yeah.
1: and it's like the audience isn't laughing that hard but the rest of the comics on the dais are laughing very hard
0: yeah <laughs> that's that's violence that's it's that's why like, we have to throw okay. hands,
1: yep <laughs> yep, sorry, we're gonna talk after this,
0: yeah, it's all fun and games until it's just not like until until you hit a nerve with a person <laughs> <laughs> that's like because I understand the the concept of of like when you analyze, sir there's some there are certain people who get unreasonably defensive with with oh, for sure with things that are either like. A, a, like a comment on Habits Or Something like that But then Every once in a while You'll get a person Who really can't handle Like Anything Yeah Just yeah. anything And <laughs> And And they're usually the
1: ones who are are quick to try to, at least in my experience, they're the ones who are always trying to, like, bash everybody.
0: Yeah, trying to needle at other people.
1: Like, they're trying to hang and, like, really trying to go at everyone else. And then once you say one thing back at them, yeah, it gets all, well, fuck you.
0: Well, it's also, (laughs) I think the thing that also stresses me out about it sometimes is that there are some people who are very good at just taking Mm. all of it, but they have one Achilles heel that is right. that is almost like innocent That you just never know Like you never even bother to Right <laughs> And then it comes up so <laughs> I was at a I was at a, a Roast And I'm trying to remember what Someone said it was, Okay so it was basically There were lots of jokes being thrown around that were pretty brutal But yeah. They finally got to this one person and they were like, um, you know, what what can be said about Clarence? Um, I mean, we know your dad doesn't love you because he named you Clarence. <laughs> <laughs> and for whatever reason, that like hit a nerve where oh, the wow. like the rest of the night was not fun for him. And luckily it happened towards the end. And I like I was kind of taken aback by it because I was like, "Oh man, he's he's been taking way worse shots than this one." This one, yeah, that, that's an innocent like. <laughs> it's like it's like barely there. It's like <laughs> we know right. he doesn't love you because he named you Clarence, and <laughs> for whatever reason, that one got him to his core. <laughs> wow.
1: Well, yeah, because that opened up his his dislike of his own name and his problems with his father. It all. <laughs> <laughs> in one joke
0: yeah yeah it why it, you know telling me as a tiny penis all this stuff all you want but that yeah. that Clarence lie was too far <laughs> right
1: well it's funny like what are the jokes that got to me the most at a roast I've, I've already told my favorite one that was said about me but one was our friend because at the time too I was doing a lot of it was pretty early in stand-up and I was I was doing a lot of jokes just about like my dog because it was like me in a one bedroom apartment with my dog and not a lot else going on mm-hmm. so you, you tend to write jokes about your fucking dog then mm-hmm. um and you're 26 or whatever you know um and uh, i remember um our, our our friend john uh he he said uh he was his whole bit was like a eulogy for whoever was being roasted for our friend steve and uh, he was going down. He just goes, also in attendance was Logan. I walked my dog the other day, Nielsen. And for some reason, that <laughs> that by itself, like inside, I was just like, I got to stop telling jokes about my dog.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: It didn't like hurt, but it was like, a, okay, no more dog jokes. I got to write about other stuff.
0: I mean, self-examination is, is very important, but it hurts it when sucks. other people do it for you. Yes yes it's called self-examination let me get there on my own right right
1: (laughs) that's why it sucks sometimes like i i you know i'm a big proponent of therapy uh uh, i think it was one of the things that saved my life uh it's not fun when some other guy just says something about you though sometimes you you are are just like hey now come on
0: yeah i don't know why we're we're getting to the fighting words that's (laughs) Especially when
1: they get to it like uh, just a few sessions in, because then you just start feeling like, to them, like, fuck, I'm that readable and I don't know this. (laughs) Damn. Then you start being like, am I stupid? Because this guy pegged me like immediately. And I feel like I've had 30 years with this and I don't. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs)
0: What's up? It is just funny sometimes how when you're so close to a situation, you can't see the thing that's like glaringly obvious. Because I think that that's also where dreams come into play because I think sometimes dreams show you a thing in a way where you're truly at your most defenseless. You're unconscious. Yeah, yeah. And then your subconscious is is the only time it gets to, like, crack its knuckles (laughs) and go to work on you. (laughs) (laughs) Crack its knuckles. And so then your subconscious is like, I like that. Hey, we're going to wrap it in a metaphor so that you don't, wake up out defensiveness but like bruh you are not nice to your girlfriend (laughs) yeah i mean like (laughs) like you need to step up like just i'm just saying as a man you should probably chill on the whole like like nascar racing fanaticism thing like (laughs) i know you think it's innocent but you actually don't you don't have enough money to feed your cats. Like, you just keep spending money on these posters that you can't <laughs> hang up. You live in a studio, <laughs> bro. You can't afford or have yeah. room for any more posters. And then you end up having a dream about like a rabbit chasing you in a room full of rabbits. And it's like, all right. Well.
1: <laughs> and that was uh, autobiographical. Josh did have a NASCAR problem at one point. Uh, he really was. We had an intervention. We all. <laughs> It, we all got together, holding, holding, you know, uh, various balls from other sports, if, and we we're just like, "Hey, there's another way."
0: If you lie like like that on me again, I'm I'm gonna have to fight you. All right. <laughs> <laughs> that is slander and lies.
1: <laughs> nah, man, he, I, he owned the the get up and everything. Nah, was,
0: I do like this. Racing. Motherfucker
1: wouldn't, this dude wouldn't stop talking about Tide. I don't, but he was. <laughs>
0: I don't even know like what. like the idea, wild like the foolishness. Idea of- you're engaging in now.
1: Because uh, I, I just like the idea of a NASCAR fan being really into the products on the cars, just being really.
0: That I mean, way, that would be very funny to have someone instead of cheering for like Dale Earnhardt Jr. They're just yeah. like,
1: <laughs> yeah, M and M's, yeah,
0: get it, Gain. get it, Gain. <laughs> get it, Gain. Gain gaining on them god i
1: love detergent yeah
0: yeah yeah or like red bull or something yeah yeah use they the have wings no baby I- use
1: the wings
0: <laughs> they have no
1: idea the names of the drivers they just know
0: yeah they just know the product. <laughs> the companies and then when the product changes they're confused they're like i guess yeah so wait, is gain is gain hurt why isn't gain racing
1: did. did snickers retire no you can still buy them what's going on What's happening? What's happening to my life? Hey everybody, Logan here. Just cutting in quick to say a couple things. First off, last night, if you're listening to this on Thursday, last night was our virtual live show. So thank you to everybody who came out to that. Um, Hopefully, it didn't suck. And uh, for the rest of you, though, you guys will be hearing that audio soon as we will be releasing it as an episode It's also fitting that this episode is all about dream analysis and therapy because we are very excited to be sponsored by BetterHelp. BetterHelp is online, customizable therapy that you can access anywhere, literally anywhere. All you need is a computer or a smartphone or a tablet to log in and create an account and be connected with a licensed therapist in under 48 hours of signing up. BetterHelp matches you with therapists that, uh, match what you're looking to work on whether it's uh, certain types of goals or even just preferences of of what type of counselor you want to be working with and if you give them a try and it's not really the right fit better help will match you up with a new counselor for no extra charge honestly after the crazy year we've all had collectively uh, there's no shame in needing to talk to somebody and honestly this year's also being crazy and things are continuing. So if you maybe don't feel safe going back to waiting rooms, you're cautious about in-person stuff, or maybe even you live in a, a super rural area like me where you don't have a lot of different options, when it comes to mental health professionals, BetterHelp has... A network of over 15,000 licensed therapists that you can talk to anywhere in the world. You can either talk to them via uh, FaceTime conversations, phone calls. You can even set up just instant messaging. Whatever way is most comfortable for you to connect with the therapist, BetterHelp can help you do it. And listeners of our show, The Josh Johnson Show, get 10% off... Excuse me, my voice cracked there for a second. Get 10% off their first month if you visit betterhelp.com slash Josh Johnson Show. Once again, our sponsor is BetterHelp, and our listeners can get 10% off their first month by visiting better H E L P slash Josh Johnson show.
0: <laughs> I <laughs> You could also tell a lot about person's personality by the conviction with which they tell mm-hmm. you their dream because oh yeah because yeah, there yeah. are some people who really thought they had like the most interesting dream you will ever hear about and yeah. then you're like that that was a spoken book that was yeah that was a real bummer you just told me just now mm-hmm. not only because it didn't really go anywhere but because they're they're adding the self-analysis as they're going like when i tell people about my dream i just tell them what right. happened I'll I'll give you an example and you can judge because I also that's the other thing I tell I tell my dreams very matter of factly because I don't get to judge if they're interesting or not. I can only tell you right. how I felt. Right. Um, so I, I had a dream where <laughs> where I saw a a murder. Right. And it was it was I was passing. Hey,
1: yours are yours are very murder centric.
0: Yeah, a good amount of them. But I,
1: I, I was like, because most most dreams you've told me about, someone <laughs> either is getting or has gotten murdered.
0: Yeah, but I watch like white women levels of true crime. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's fair. <laughs> yeah, that's I like fair. I'm a hey, breakfast, lunch, your dinner solved, unsolved. What flavor <laughs> you want? <laughs> you know. <laughs> You want to talk about yeah, the 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 yeah. uh, Tate labiaka murders? Jump in the water, get wet with me, okay? <laughs> so yeah,
1: I guess you you are into that. I kind of forgot that. Yeah, you are really into true crime stuff.
0: And like, and, and I especially, I I am in some of them that I'm into are more the scams than the murders. But then of course, when mm. when scammers aren't that good, they end up murdering. And so, yeah. That's that's. Side
1: note: Have you watched Heist yet?
0: Which one on
1: Netflix? Well, they have like the, it's like the a series. Series, yeah. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, easily, easily. We haven't, wa- <laughs> day, we haven't day watched day day one the... beginner stuff.
1: <laughs> we haven't watched the the last Heist yet, but that's because a... I yeah I tend to be more Heist than murders. Yeah, because I I don't know what this says about me. I tend to get bored with the murder ones, so yeah. I don't know. I don't know what weird darkness that speaks to in me. I mean. But...
0: <laughs> I think
1: I, I'm like yeah. I get it. This guy didn't want to be married anymore.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, this is not the, okay. This is, I'm I'm getting. Oh, man. Okay.
1: Sorry. I, I sidetracked us. So no, 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 Sorry. no. So no you
0: don't apologize because you remind me of the thing I want to talk about, but I'll get to it later. Basically, okay. in my dream, I'm passing an alley. Yes. In the alley, a dude is getting shot. And then yeah. I see the actual shot part and I start running. So then whoever shot the person is running after me. And yeah. and then I all I can see is that they have a like a very crude Halloween type mask on of a rabbit. And, and so that kind of makes it terrifying, but it also means like, I don't, even when I go to the cops, I don't know what, you know, Mm -hmm. this person looks like. So then I go to the closest police station, they take me back to the alley and the body and obviously the dude are gone. And so, so then I'm like, it was right here. And there's a little bit, there's just like. A little bit of tattered clothes, or there was something to make it not look like I was completely crazy. But then they were like, "Well, we can't help you because no." I was like, "Oh, so can you put me in witness protection or something?" Because I did like I didn't see them, but they saw me, and they were like, "Yeah, we don't do that until like way later." So. You're kind of on your own. Like, we don't, we don't just do that if you just saw the murder. Like, yeah. we could probably get you, like, two nights at a <laughs> Motel 6, and that's about it. Like, eventually, you're going to have to go back home. Like, why would they know where you live? And I'm like, I don't know, but they chased me for a while. And it's not like I ran yeah. home. I ran to you. But anyway, um, they they end up coming to my home. So I mm. so I'm just living my life a couple of weeks past. I almost forget about it as harrowing There's a time as it jump is. in your dream? It's not like a time jump. It's just like all this is happening in a way that when I wake up I'm like, "Oh yeah, I guess it was like a month in my in like in that dream."
1: Wild. And, That's wild to me.
0: And so I'm just going about my life for a couple of weeks and then they finally come for me and yeah. we get in a scuffle in my house and I rip off the bunny mask and behind the bunny mask is like a straight up like low key disfigured, but basically straight up bunny face. Like they like they had been u- oh. like like the fa- like the actual face kind of looked like a rabbit, and it's all messed up. And they were using the mask as like a more hot bunny, I guess. Like just a <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a more fuckable rabbit. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean. Like like on the on the mask side is Roger Rabbit, and under is just yeah. like something from Fables. <laughs> Oh. And so just horribly disfigured and then yeah. Uh, and then they Or
1: did the mask disfigure their face? Is this like Twilight Zone Halloween 3 type stuff?
0: Oh yeah, like the Mask of Dorian Gray. So like the hotter the mask is, the more he like ages behind it or something.
1: <laughs> the ma- yeah.
0: And and so you
1: just you just remixed a, a, a classic piece of literature there. Look at you.
0: Uh, doing what I can. And then I I realized like it, this is in my head in the dream, but right. basically when I rip the mask off, I realize wow, it's like you're like like he was so ugly that I was like I could see why you murder. <laughs> like it like it all sort of made yeah. sense. It was like he was so ugly that I was like oh yeah, but I guess if somebody got you too good in your feelings, you'd have to kill him because there's nothing like yeah. they're just they're just right about your face. Yeah.
1: yeah.
0: So then I break away. And
1: also, how have we not heard about these rabbit people? Yeah. So then we got that going. There's a whole underworld, or is it just this guy? He's an experiment. I think I wrong? think it's just
0: that guy. And okay. and so I break away, I run away and everything. And yeah. then I go back to the police and they and I was like, Hey, he came to my house and they were like, Oh, you were probably right about that witness protection thing. Like we did like we really didn't think he would find you. That's very uncommon, apparently. Oh
1: shit. We didn't know Rabbit Jones was coming for you. Yeah yeah we gotta get you out of here
0: and so then they put me in the worst witness protection that you could imagine my name was Jack Johnson (laughs) (laughs) and all it did was make like all it did was just stir up when i moved like they moved me witness protection everything yeah. and then when i and moved, your
1: your new id even just has josh crossed out and jack underneath it like they didn't even try
0: <laughs> dude all it did was stir up small talk about how i had the same name as like the famous jack johnson yeah yeah and so it was if, if anything it it, got, it grabbed more attention mm-hmm. than my regular name and There's a couple
1: famous Jack Johnsons, too. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. So it was horrible. And then yeah. I... You got the
1: musician, you got the boxer, you got you got a lot of stuff already getting thrown at
0: you. Yeah, and then I woke <laughs> up and I was like, oh, thank goodness. Thank goodness that that was <laughs> thank, not my thank life. Thank goodness my name's not Jack. <laughs> yeah, that my name is not Jack, that whatever that face was, was clearly some some nacho supreme I had the night before just coming <laughs> to life in my dream. <laughs>
1: Um. So if I could, because uh, you you were you started that with saying you weren't sure if it was interesting or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, you just tell your dream. It was interesting. I think it's because you tell your dreams the way you tell every other story.
0: Oh, that's fair. You know what that's I mean? fair.
1: You know what I mean? It's like you, because even when you tell stories. On this show, for things you weren't there for, like, you really put us in the place. Like, even with that one, like, you put me there. Yeah, yeah. And I had to remember halfway through, I'm like, none of this fucking happened. This is a dream he had. We yeah, started this yeah. by knowing this was all fake. Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. But you you have a good job of, of, of well, I guess, I'm going to call it duping me uh, <laughs> <laughs> into caring. Uh, no, but uh, I think that, that you're an engaging storyteller. I also am amazed how many details you remember. Like, because I don't, I remember, like, for my dreams, like, general feelings and moments but i don't yeah. i'd never remember but you had like a timeline in there too the fact that there's time passage Dude, in it like every dream of mine is happening at one moment and it's confusing and then it's over like that. <laughs>
0: that's yeah. all my dreams i get so upset when i don't remember a dream because you know that feeling when you're waking oh, up really and it's slipping i, I i've've yeah. been awake before, and as I'm waking up, I can feel the dream slipping away where I can't fully remember what I was just thinking. It's like when you lose your train yeah. of thought, but it's the whole dream. and so no, I get that. I've had that once I would actually say maybe once a week and for a little while, only once a month was I having like amazing detailed dreams I could actually remember. but they usually slip as I wake up I had the other night. I actually had a dream in jokes like I dreamed I was on stage and I was doing these jokes yeah. that were not my jokes like I, like I was oh. like in the dream so one of the dreams in like one of the jokes in the dream was straight up I was on stage and I was like for whatever doing some like hardcore Def Jam set, like not my regular set at all. And I was like, yeah. and I, I even, I didn't have a different voice, but I had way more of like an affectation to my voice. And so I was like up there, I was like, man, y'all notice, this. Uh, dude, I'm not even kidding. It, and I, and I remember, I think I wrote down two of the jokes. That I remember two of the jokes from the dream. I'm not even kidding. Let me see. I'm going to, I'm going to f- see if I can find it right now. Okay. Okay. I, I, <laughs> In the dream, I'm doing this set on stage, and uh, and <laughs> and <laughs> I was like, "Man, y'all never noticed when you when you going and getting the haircut." When you go and get a haircut, um, you can tell the barber messed up your hair by how much he charged you afterwards. And so, I got a haircut, and this 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 man told me I owe him two forty seven. I was like, "What did you do to me?" It was like that exact joke in the dream. I'm not even. I wrote it down when I woke up because I was like, it, "I came and tell him that's funny." It was killing in the dream. <laughs> In the dream, I had a different voice, and it was killing. And, and then uh, the other one was like, "Man, I love this guy. Man, when y'all go to when y'all go to pump gas, don't you uh don't you hit that pump like you're not trying to get too much? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, you know you, you go you go pump the gas, and you like okay, I'm gonna squeeze you a little, but I don't." <laughs> I don't (laughs) want all that extra liquid.
1: (laughs) Everybody tell me I'm
0: wrong. Y'all tell me I'm wrong.
1: It's definitely a joke written by a man who does not (laughs) drive
0: oh uh, man y'all get y'all get the squeeze i mean y'all yo, you can tell when somebody had money because they just squeeze you know what i mean they just <laughs> they just give there like i don't care how much shoot out but you know i get up there. i gotta i gotta be gentle with that trigger uh, dude it was it was that for the entire I like that.
1: dream i like def jam joshy i like
0: Dude, I was I was losing it. I I remember those uh, two distinctly, and then I remember I had something about like sporks that didn't make any sense. I had like uh, this joke about sporks that was sporks, yeah, not and sports. It, no, with a no T, but with a K, with a K, and it didn't make any sense. It was just something about how like he's like, yeah, I mean, well, we mm, when well, we were so we were so broke, we had to wash the sporks. You know, because you never know when you could need a, a, a fork or a spoon again. So you can't be throwing oh. them away. And it was like, in the dream, Ooh. killing. As soon as I woke up, I was like, what was yeah. I saying?
1: Yeah. No, I know that. Uh, first off, I'm going to demand that we have return visits of Def Jam Joshi Because I am, I am a fan. I'm a fan <laughs> of this comedian. Uh, no, but I've, I've had that where I've... I've had on stage dreams and I'm crushing. And then I wake up and I'm really sad. I can't remember anything I said. I don't know if it's good, but I'm like, if it is good, like, shit, that might have been new stuff.
0: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: I had one recently. It was I was doing crowd work, like I was having hecklers, and I was just I was ripping the place apart. And then I woke up and I'm like, well, even if I could, re- I no, I remembered something from it, but then I realized it was so hyper specific to the fake person I invented in the audience. There's no way it could be a joke to use in real life.
0: You old you old blue hair horse face horse <laughs> yeah.
1: horse faced horse. <laughs> Do you ever have do you ever have, uh, and this, again, I, most of my dreams, as I've kind of revealed in this, a lot of my dreams tend to be stress dreams. I don't dream often. It's actually pretty rare I have a dream and I remember it. When I do, it's a stress dream. Um, but I have do, Have you ever had them, like, associated to stand-up? Because I'll have them where it's like, oh, a show's happening. I don't know how to, like, get there. Or, like, I thought it was happening tomorrow. I, I have those, and it's just like, you got to get to the show now. And I'm like, I don't have my show clothes. Like, you know, like... I, I have shit like that. Have you ever had anything associated like with stand up in a, in a anxiety dream or anything?
0: Yeah, this week I had a nightmare that no one came to my Hollywood improv show. Oh, yeah. And, and like, that, like
1: that was a specific one of a show coming up and
0: <laughs> a, a show that was 2 days away and yeah. you know, we ended up selling out, which is great, but Hey, good people came. But at the same time <laughs> in the dream, eight people came and of course they were the eight yeah. people that I wanted to impress. And not even industry yeah. people. They were eight people who hadn't seen me in a long time who I was like, oh, yep. man, like, yep. it would be great if I they saw me do well. well. And then yeah. they were like, so did we come at the wrong time? Or like. <laughs> <laughs> it was you brutal. Be early or, Dude, it was, was brutal. the time different? Yeah.
1: Yeah. That's fun. Um, I, I, every now and then, these still happen. These have been uh, a dream that pops up every now and then for the last fucking 20 years at this point probably um it's it's not it's just every now and then i will have a dream where someone comes to me and just like hey man remember that musical you did your freshman year at college we gotta do it right now and then i'm
0: yeah you told me about that
1: and then the dream that i'm just i'm just like i don't even remember the songs but uh, all right (laughs) where's the costume oh my
0: god five six seven eight
1: (laughs) i'm like oh shit like, it's just every now and then. And those are ones, like, they're stressful in the dream. And then when I wake up, I'm always like, that was stupid. Why would I have to put on my my eighth grade play again? <laughs>
0: like, Yo. Yeah. Dude, I, <laughs> I had a dream one time that was basically the beginning plot of my own destination where I was on a plane, I had a really bad feeling. And so right before they're like, we're closing the door if you want, because they used to give you that option. A lot of them don't do that now. A lot of them are like, nah. hey, the door closed. Y'all need to sit down. Yeah, you're in. And But before the pandemic, a lot of them would be like, um, we are boarding our last few passengers. If there's any reason that you don't want to um, fly to Tallahassee and you'd like to deplane, this is your last opportunity. Like They, yeah. they used to genuinely do that. And They were they were more welcoming to people having
1: premonitions. Yeah, and, bro. <laughs> hey, man, you
0: you're having visions, get off. I So I got off, and it was a yeah. very – and it was like I didn't make a scene, but a lot of people seemed to notice me getting off. And then, <laughs> of course, the plane goes down. And yeah. then they're like, how did you know the plane was going to go? And it's like, I didn't know the plane was going down. I just had a bad feeling about being on that plane. And they were like, well, that doesn't check out for us. And so I get arrested. <laughs> and I'm like, what is even – guys, What? What? Are, you can't arrest me for surviving. That, that doesn't make any sense that you would arrest me because I didn't. But they were sure I either had something to do with it or I knew it might yeah. happen. And I was like, if I knew it would happen, why would I almost fly on the plane? Right, because because yeah, it, yeah. it wasn't like a suicide bomber thing. Why
1: why would I only have fingers pointed at me?
0: Yeah. Why would I do that? That doesn't make <laughs> any sense at all.
1: And this is now you've created an alternate version of Final Destination where it is just a police investigation. Yeah. Where you're not you're not with the kid. You're not with Devon Sawa. You're with the cops being like, now how'd this kid know? Yeah. And why are all his friends dying in really
0: weird circumstances? (laughs) And so they... Really Rube Rube Goldberg deaths. Hmm. They take me to jail, and I'm in jail, and it's like... It's not even that the jail is that bad. It's just the conditions around me being there that are about to make me snap. Like right. it wasn't like like I didn't even have some some dream like I was being bullied in the jail or like somebody was after me or right. something. It was genuinely like I cannot believe I'm sitting in jail for surviving a plane crash. Right. And then I woke up and I was like, Oh man, my life is right. good.
1: Because again, your your brain ran out of the legal process, so it had to wake you up. It's like we don't know what's next. Yeah, in jail, we whatever. actually <laughs> don't know
0: how to do an appeal, so we're gonna have to wake him up.
1: I would be curious if you just did some research on like the court process would your dreams get longer <laughs> if you really Maybe. if you started studying law would your dreams have an extra chapter <laughs> that's yeah. like you meeting with the lawyer you they're going through evidence they they're interviewing witnesses
0: <laughs> do i'm trying to remember the thing when i when i got
1: oh from before
0: from before we were talking about the we we're talking
1: about the rabbit dream yeah uh, and then, true crime documentaries
0: yeah, so <laughs> it, th- This is not This is obviously not funny In the sense of like mm-hmm. No one should be laughing at it Okay but it is Which
1: means I'm going to laugh at
0: it It, it is funny that it happened And how poorly mm-hmm. this crime went So th- And this is a dream again No, this is, this is what is real oh, this, this is, is, this is, this part is a of true the, crime This docu- is part of the true crime that fuels my dreams <laughs> so there was
1: so now you're just about to tell me a true crime documentary uh
0: yeah i mean documentary is a strong word this is a very short story Okay. but basically uh (laughs) this woman always wanted to get married was very obsessed about being married and when her friends started getting married of course she flipped out and was like i need to be married but it was like her thing more so than like It wasn't like, oh, women all have to get married. It's literally her thing. Like, her friends were like, yeah, she – once one of us started to get married, she got like – she turned into like a bridezilla without a groom. Like, she was like (laughs) losing it and like – and these are like from her friends saying this. So, I I take their word for it. And basically, she found this guy who, of course, was like the – like – it sounds like I'm being super disparaging of both these people, but I'm just trying to tell you the way the friends told it. He was probably one of the deepest virgins that they had ever encountered. Like my man, (laughs) I don't even know if he had like kissed a woman and, and everybody in the story groaned. So it's like, it's like this is, and I don't even know if it was like a religious choice. It's just, my man has not been engaging with women physically. So anyway, they meet and, she the woman who has always wanted to be married is like all right then this is the guy and she's like introducing him around and stuff and everybody's kind of like oh he mm-hmm. he a little bland <laughs> like he's he's not he really he really not even vanilla because yeah. vanilla, vanilla vanilla has a flavor
1: it has a, a taste yeah, yeah.
0: He's not even that he's like straight up like uh what is it called
1: styrofoam
0: uh, Styrofoam got a little too much texture to it he's uh, a <laughs> he's like a piece of loose leaf without the lines
1: yeah I mean he's 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 plain yogurt like not not vanilla yogurt the plain yogurt
0: yeah, that's even too sour he's not even that sour I guess. my bad is just air and so <laughs> completely unscented air and so then he is is like you know kind of gung-ho about the wedding he's excited to just be getting ready to have sex or, or whatever like yeah, he's,
1: he's gonna be near a vagina it's so exciting yeah
0: he's not even i don't know if he even cares about the wedding they have the wedding it's a very big wedding it's too expensive it doesn't make any sense for their future um it is it is no it like truly <laughs> i'm i'm relying to you what the people said this is like nah, no this is her friends just, and his family like,
1: that's one of the greatest, like, mean things to say about a wedding. Yeah, sure. This, this wedding, <laughs> this wedding doesn't make sense for their future. Like that—that is, that cuts deep on so many different levels. Yeah, that's perfect. And I'm gonna use it at a wedding someday, uh, not to the groom and bride, obviously, but you know,
0: <laughs> just to talk to everybody else. <laughs> yeah. So then, they, yeah, I'm just gonna be mingling. <laughs> they go on the honeymoon, and my bad is like, well, sex is about to happen to me. And Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. they go on this romantic walk up a cliff and she comes down by herself. Oh yeah. And then they're like, Hey, what happened? I think Mm -hmm. she even finished the honeymoon by herself. And then when she flew home alone, had did no prep for what to say when this man did not come back with her. And so couldn't have more obviously pushed this dude off a cliff. Yeah. Yeah. Very clearly murdered this man. But then when people asked her what happened, she had a whole poorly, poorly constructed story ready. Of course. course, That was uh, that was like, yeah, we got up and we were looking out the horizon and he was like, you're just too good for me. Oh, no. And so, you know, he was like, I I just don't want to let you down. And then he jumped. and It's like that. That's not what happened no you can't that's (laughs) you can't (laughs) you can't pump yourself up in Uh, your alibi you can't be like he just said i was too good (laughs) like yeah
1: yeah she was like you're too perfect and i can't live up to your standards so she shot herself in the face 10 times
0: (laughs) yeah it's it's like that's such an insane alibi to have and i and i'm pretty sure that is that is what I watched the night before I had the bunny dream
1: mm, interesting yeah well and here since we've we've dug into uh Joshi's dream journal um which will be the title of this episode uh <laughs> but okay all of your dreams though I'm gonna do a little analysis here mm-hmm. I don't know quite what it says about you but I noticed all the three dreams you told me about the three main ones the bunny one um the what was the one where you were getting arraigned what was that one? That was another. Oh, that was the double life one. Yeah, Your friend, double life, and then the one you just told about surviving the plane crash, um, and the Def Jam of, one, and the Def Jam. The Def Jam one is an outlier.
0: Oh, okay. I can't quite. Right. I can't
1: quite tie that into these other three. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I've already come to a conclusion. Don't ruin it with extra data.
1: <laughs> yeah, I kind of forgot about that This one doesn't. But these other three, these three that are, uh, I guess, death adjacent. Mm-hmm. Um, you're always. You're always near a crime or disaster, and then you get in trouble for it. Mm-hmm. So, like, are you are you always worried you're gonna get in trouble for something?
0: I am in real life worried about that all the time. Really? Okay. Yeah, yeah. I think in like, real life, like, some a grown up's gonna yell at you. <laughs> well, yeah, like varying degrees of like, this right. was not me, but it looks like it was me. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I actually think about that a lot
1: is there anything you'd want to share like in your real life what are you worried about is maybe going to happen i think that what isn't you that you're going to get called out for
0: i okay so and this is way less funny we probably even should end the episode like this but basically no, got a little bit more good but basically <laughs> it, when i was growing up there was a kid that was too he he kind of was too close to this incident and so mm-hmm. he got, you know, questioned for it and everything. And and then he got arrested. And it just it didn't help to be black in the south. And so oh, then sure. yeah, then they basically tried really hard to pin it on him, even though uh-huh. the evidence wasn't really there. But he was like he was physically near the location and that's all yeah. they had to go on. And I was like, if it's that easy, that then like mm-hmm. walking anywhere is pretty, pretty ballsy. okay you know okay and so i think that's where it started when i was little and then Uh, oh and then i think just in life i've definitely i've definitely been blamed for things whether it was in poor communication or just in the heat of the moment that i did not do and Mm -hmm. and i think that it's like Uh, You know, trauma is such a strong word for those feelings because it's not like I live my everyday life in fear of it. It's just Mm -hmm. sometimes I put the dots together and I'm like, I need to get out of here. Like I like I've left whole parties before when I when I was like, yo, this is like y'all are getting too wild. And this is like Mm -hmm. the police are going to be questioning somebody tomorrow. I'm leaving you know
1: well and and also you're the sober one who is going to you are the security camera of the party though. yeah yeah
0: and it's like it's like (laughs) yo like i don't need to be around someone because i was at a I was at a couple parties in college where someone got like severe alcohol poisoning and they had to call the call the ambulance. And then everybody was like, are we accessories to murder? Because I we all got him a shot. And luckily, both people ended up being okay. But still, it was like in college, there were like two times where I was like, yo, this is this is like really bad. And I don't. Yeah. And especially because I don't drink. It's like there's no reason for me to be sitting this whole thing through. Yeah. so I definitely, yeah, I've definitely had that.
1: Okay. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. And then you just, mix uh, that, that was with the...
0: chips late at night. <laughs> <laughs> and that's where we are.
1: Okay. Interesting. Yeah. I just, I just noticed the through line there. I, I wasn't expecting to, uh, to crack it so easily. Maybe I'd be a great psychologist. Anyway, uh, <laughs> this is me in the moment just changing careers (laughs) just because you've analyzed yourself i get really cocky about it oh should we open up the
0: mailbag yeah let's do it
1: okay these these are a couple recent ones that were emailed to us joshjohnsonshow at gmail.com this first one the title is punchline and it's from kayla Um, And it says, hey, Josh, once again, great show. I enjoyed it very much. I would have messaged you sooner. I think this is from a show you just did. Uh, (laughs) I would have messaged you sooner, but two days after your show, I accidentally hit my head (laughs) and have a mild concussion. So I kept forgetting to. LOL. I'm okay. Don't worry. Uh, Well, hey, Kayla. We have a little saying here on the show. Um, Sorry about your brain, King. (laughs) Um, uh, Please let me know if you liked the cookies. It would make my week. I'm sorry they weren't in something nicer and that there wasn't more stuff. I didn't get paid for my job until the day after <laughs> you went on.
0: How were the cookies? The cookies were great. Thank you so much. They were great. Uh, what kind of cookies were there? They were, they had like, I, I'm trying to describe it again. They're like chocolate chips, I believe okay. were in there. And okay. um, just the overall like texture was great. Okay. There was also some ramen in there. In the cookies? No, Grace. no, 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 no. Just
1: oh yeah,
0: no. like, <laughs> The oh, this is you!
1: You shouted this one out yeah. a couple episodes yeah, ago. Yeah. that's right, that's right, that's right. You said you got some ramen. Um, I wanted to put them in a gift basket, but my parents didn't want to take me to Michael's. <laughs> I don't know if they have them uh, where you are, but it's like arts and craft store. Yeah, we got Michael's. Yeah, we got Michael's. We got Michaels. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Mike's everywhere. Um, I hope you do a show in San Jose or come to San Francisco again soon. You're one of my uh, one of my only favorite comedians. I was able to see perform in person. Um, besides you, I still want to see Hannibal and Dulce, uh, but I don't know when they'll come here. I mean,
0: I I, I also don't, but I hope you get to see them. They're both great. Yeah. Let's. <laughs> They're both very good comedians. Yeah, very very good.
1: Um, uh, I hope the rest of your shows go where, go well. Uh, P.S. Here's the original list of things I was gonna put in the gift basket. I wanted to make a nice one that wasn't fucked up. After I watched Fluffy's bit on the racist gift basket, I'm assuming that's Gabriel Iglesias. Mm-hmm. Um, little and oh, I love this. So they sent a picture of the the note that they made, and it says "Lil Joshy's gift basket," <laughs> <laughs> and it just says fresh food fi- items, uh, cheese bombs, spam masubi, and chocolate chip cookies, non perishables, guava candy, uh, pokey, hot Cheetos, and Takis. Uh, personalized note, compression socks. <laughs> that is. Yeah, it's probably good you didn't do all of that, Kayla, because I think that would have become um, evidence. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> <laughs> <as a> hyper-specific.
0: <laughs>
1: uh, but thank you for that email, Kayla. Um, and thank you for the gift basket. I know I didn't get it, but I'm, I'll thank you anyway. Uh, this one is from Alexander, and the title is ah. A-H-H-H-H. Uh, Hey, guys, I love your work, but I haven't quite gotten around to emailing till now. I met Josh a few months ago at the first Comedy Cellar show since quarantine started and was quite starstruck and had an out-of-body experience just standing outside talking with him and other comics after the show. Logan, you're a great co-host, and I love the dynamic you guys have because it feels like a real conversation that you'd have outside the pod. Yeah, this show's pretty similar to just how we talk to each other. Um Josh inspired me to want to do stand-up a few years ago, and now I'm 19 wanting to delve into it. Are there any tips you guys have? Any New York open mics you recommend or any other suggestions? I have a 10-minute set so far with a lot of other jokes that didn't really fit into the flow, but I'm nervous and unsure uh, about how to start doing this. Love you guys. Keep up the good work. Twins at work. All the best, Alex R. Um, so we've, we've, we've gotten some of these before. Yeah. Um, I mean, I was, it's always nice to revisit the topic. I think
0: there are definitely some mics at tiny cupboard in Brooklyn and Bushwick. And then there's, mm-hmm. uh, I believe they still do them at, um, maybe precious metals and at, um pine box.
1: And I know they have one, there's one that a couple of friends of ours run at, um, uh, Used to be called Old Man Hustle. What is it, Brooklyn? Yeah, Brooklyn Comedy, Comedy Club now, now. I think. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, I don't know. I don't. I don't know what place is really worth. I don't. I haven't done any mics in New York. So I don't <laughs> know. <laughs> I just know of that one from <laughs> friends. But it's it's the lamest advice, but it's it's like, honestly, the first thing you have to do is start. You just have to go do it somewhere. Yeah, anywhere. I know, I, I know that sounds lame. That sounds like a non-advice, but like, once you do it once you will you will learn a shitload about it about what <laughs> went wrong what went right whether you like it
0: yeah yeah for sure
1: <laughs> cuz you might do it once and be like no i'm good yeah i'm good i'm i'm happy in my real life
0: <laughs> yeah no absolutely that's dead on i that's pretty much everything that i was also going to say it's like when you're starting out early enough you don't want to get bombarded with too much advice
1: yeah well you don't want to get too specific either in like a topic it's like just 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 learn how to talk on stage yeah go up there and don't vomit and that's step one that's step one of becoming a comedian yeah way way down here is get a manager get you know, yeah get spots First, it's like way up,
0: up don't throw up
1: don't throw up just don't throw up it's all right if you eat shit just don't throw
0: up yeah <laughs> Thanks so much for listening to the Josh Johnson Show. Thank you, especially for writing in and everything. Also, thank you for the gift basket. That was incredibly kind and sweet. Um, if you are looking to catch up with me on the socials or anywhere, I'm on Instagram at Josh Johnson Comedy, Twitter at Josh Johnson, Facebook at Josh J Comedy, and. YouTube at Josh Johnson Comedy where we're going to be posting clips of this very show, and if you're looking yeah, for yeah, what about
1: that TikTok? What about that
0: TikTok, Josh? Josh huh? Johnson Comedy at TikTok.
1: Yeah, you, were, babe,
0: you post anything good on there lately? Not at uh, all.
1: Anything? Anything banging on?
0: Nope. TikTok? I'm sorry. Nothing's <laughs> happening on TikTok <laughs> just yet. I need to learn how to post. <laughs> but if you're looking for Logan.
1: You can follow me on Instagram, at Logan M. Nielsen. Uh, And if you want to get into the mailbag like we just did, uh, send us an email, joshjohnsonshow at gmail.com. We have a big backlog we're still trying to get through. Uh, I thank you so much to everybody who emails us. You can also get into the mailbag by leaving us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Uh, we like to read those there, and um, nope, never mind. I was about to pitch the uh, the live show, but that would have already happened in when this episode comes out. So hopefully, it was good. It would have been last night. So hopefully,
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: this comes out on Thursday. Hopefully,
0: I'm waking up in a good mood. Thank you, uh, everybody, <laughs> for coming. That came. I'll say it now.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. How, however many of you were there, thank you for that. Um, <laughs> and hopefully, that audio will be released soon. So if you weren't there you should be able to hear it. So, unless it came out bad, then um, then I didn't release it.
0: <laughs> yeah. Then there's no proof. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Have a great rest of the week and into the weekend. We'll see it soon. <laughs>